Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is BJ. And my name is Mitu. And this week we're heading back to 2009 for the Fox comedy drama Glee. So stay tuned to the end to see if BJ would make the cut. Beach, sing for us. I don't sing. I did do musicals in middle school and high school, but I don't sing anymore. You did? What musicals? Did you ever sing alone? Are there videos? Let's move on. No! Which (laughs) musicals, please? So my first one, I did have a solo, and I won Best Male Vocalist that year. I, in the 10 years that I've known you, did not know you could sing. I can't. My voice changed, and then I could no longer sing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry about that. I can't imagine what it's like to have the talent. I've never been a good singer in my life. I'm fine. I started doing more backstage stuff. Do you wish that you had never had the ability to sing? Or are you okay with the fact that you had that moment in the spotlight and then you were good with the backstage folks? I'm okay. I like knowing that I could sing and that maybe if I took the actual time to train and practice, I could get it back. Yeah, that was a big part of Justin Bieber's documentary movie that I watched with our very good friend when it was in theaters and we watched it in 3D Mm -hmm. was Usher helping him navigate that voice change because it's possible. You just have to work at it. Yeah. Just like Usher has been singing since he was 14. So his voice is remarkably different than when he came out with Nice and Slow. I knew that if I actually cared enough, I could get my singing ability back with my deeper voice. You could even do it now. You just dust off the pipes for sure. It's not too late. So before we get into you sharing the premise of Glee Beach, we do want to say that this is another show that was suggested to us by our listeners, because again, we're being responsible humans and clearing those emails and inbox DMs of show suggestions. So please keep them coming. We are working our way through them now for the summer. And Glee is the next one up. We did Doctor Who yesterday. So Beach, what happened in the pilot episode of Glee? Take us back to 2009. Bell bottoms, low riding jeans, baby fat, rock aware. This musical show is set at McKinley High School and it centers all around Will Schuster and Rachel Berry, who really want to restart the Glee Club. Will Schuster, because this is something he feels very passionate about and he wants to help these kids shine or something like that. Rachel Berry, she's just selfish and wants to be a star and she wants to use Glee Club to catapult her career. And so when she graduates high school, she can be like, I was a star of Glee Club and start off her stardom. Along the way, we also meet a lot of other people who really aren't that exciting. Sue Sylvester, the cheerleader coach. She doesn't do much in the pilot, but she's going to be the antagonist later on. Terry Schuster. So Will has a wife who he's having issues with. They're sorting out their relationship. And while that's happening, Will is talking to Emma Pillsbury, another teacher at the school who is an intense germaphobe. And that post challenges for her in her daily life. We also have some of the other Glee Club members who have not had much characterization yet, but will develop, such as Artie Abrams. He's the one in the wheelchair. Mercedes Jones. She's the black girl. Noah Puckerman, who goes by Puck. He's the mixed jock on the football team. Tina Cohen-Chang. You don't even really see her talk much until later season. She's the Asian girl. And then we also meet the future evil antagonist cheerleaders, Quinn and Santana. So this is a lot of setup. I was telling Me Too as we were watching, there wasn't as much singing as I remembered, but I think in the beginning, they really have to establish everyone's relationships, the glee club itself, and then we can get to all the cover 
performances, and later on original songs that people remember and love. So Me Too, you watched the show back when it premiered. What were your thoughts coming back and revisiting Glee? It's interesting because I am surprised I watched it, which sounds rude to say, but I wasn't very interested in anything outside of sitcoms when I was in high school. And this show debuted, I believe, our senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So I'm surprised that along with The Office and 30 Rock and Parks and Rec, I also sat down to watch this show because I watched the first probably two and a half seasons of this show before fading out. And I really liked it. I watched it pretty religiously. I even watched what I would argue is the better show is the first season of the reality show, The Glee Project. The wrong person won that show. And I remember the runner up becoming very successful on Broadway. Yeah. So Alex Newell is super talented and is a Broadway icon. Mm -hmm. So that was delightful watching The Glee Project. Revisiting it now, again, I'm surprised I engaged with it because to be honest, it was a little bit difficult for me to get through the show. I love mess, but I think this show was not juicy enough for my attention. I like Riverdale, for example. That's like real teen drama, very juicy. And I'm surprised just like you are. I thought there was going to be more music in this pilot episode because I saw someone tweeted, which I totally forgot about this something to the effect of is it a fever dream or do i remember gwyneth paltrow as a cast member on glee singing forget you by CeeLo green and that happened i remember that I was like, it is not a fever dream unless it's a collective one. So I wanted more ridiculous moments like that. Because as I think I've stated on this show, I don't love musicals, but I love over-the-top content. So if it's Gwyneth Paltrow singing Forget You, I'm in. Because that's absurd. And they definitely build up to that in later seasons. I think they just had to find their groove as a lot of shows do with their pilot episode. So what were your reactions to the pilot episode? Because I know, unlike me, you kept with it. Did you see it through the finale? I did not see it through the finale. There was a cast change after these main characters graduate high school, and that's when I dropped out. Got it. But I did watch it regularly with some of our friends in college. We had some watch parties, especially for the season finales. Wow. Yeah, it was intense. So watching this pilot was a weird experience because... It is not as over the top and as energetic, like you were mentioning with the Gwyneth Paltrow performances. It doesn't have that same energy and over the top aspects that I remember, which I know is coming in later episodes, but I didn't realize there was a slow start to the series. The only thing I found to be over the top in a slightly off-putting way was how they positioned Amber Riley's character because her first significant moment, she says something like, oh, hell to the nah. And I believe the intent of Glee, not only to display wonderful music and the talents of young people, was also to bring this super diverse cast to network television for all of the U.S. to see that we don't just need to see one type of person displayed on television. So it's weird to me that they leaned so heavily into stereotypes versus just showing that people can be dynamic because they also paint Rachel Berry as literally Tracy Flick from Election. Mm -hmm. She doesn't seem to have anything else to her but ambition, which comes later. Yeah, that becomes a plot point. I do think they have an odd mix of using stereotypes types and like you said trying to add representation to tv and they seem inconsistent with how they do it with some characters in some episodes and plot lines and then they kind of flip later on yes so it's like 
we're going to bring you in for representation, but then we might exploit you for this plot line, but then we'll redeem you later on in a better portrayal. Yes, it seems like a weird concession to make. And one thing I remember that always stood out to me, even when I watched it while it was airing, is that the bullying that they portray and the preface this The bullying at my high school was people gossiping and spreading rumors. No one ever got physical. So it was weird seeing how out in the open, direct and confrontational the bullying was on this show. I forgot about the slushy thing where you throw a slushy in someone's face. Mm -hmm. I remember that being a cute, kitschy thing. People would use it for commercials and ads for the show, I remember. Yeah. And now I can't imagine having a slushy thrown in my face. How painful would that be or when they shot finn from point blank range with those paintball guns yeah even filming that if he were actually shot with those paintballs must have been terrible these kids went through intense bullying they locked a disabled student in a porta potty and when finn pointed out that it probably wouldn't be great for that kid's health to tip the porta potty over members of the football team responded with he's disabled anyway what more can we do yeah he's already in a wheelchair which is wild i mean some high schools could have been like this for sure i just didn't see this at my high school not physical bullying to this effect cyber bullying at that time started to become an increasing issue because I remember seeing episodes about it on Oprah and Mm -hmm. on 2020 and other things. This is when fears around sexting and cyberbullying were at their peak, Mm -hmm. which is why they were all commenting on Rachel Berry's MySpace posts that she was trying to use to get discovered. They were posting things like your dads should return you from where they got you because Rachel has two fathers and really terrible things. They showed every type of bullying you can imagine. So I guess good on them for really just giving examples of how bad people can be. (laughs) Me too. Do you feel like singing? I can't sing, but I can let the listeners know about the sweet, sweet sounds of Audible because this episode is brought to you by Audible. You can check out the New York Times bestselling series, The Land of Stories by Glee alum Chris Colfer or Sorry Not Sorry, a memoir by Glee alum Naya Rivera. Just go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. You'll get a free 30-day trial membership, be able to browse their banana selection of audio programs, and pick a title to download free and start listening. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Happy listening. And now back to our show. So how about we pivot to some of the positive aspects that we like about Glee? Do you have a favorite character? I would say my favorite character singing-wise is Mercedes. Amber Ryan. Riley's voice is a gift from the heavens. And every time she opens her mouth and sings, it's a blessing. I'm not really crazy about acapella music, but I could truly listen to that woman sing all day. So she's my favorite character in that respect. I believe when I watched, I remember really liking Santana. Yeah. Because she was really cool. And she produced a lot of great juicy drama that was fun to watch. And I'm trying to remember, I'm sure on some level I rooted for Rachel Berry because I think every Every person who has ever been an overachiever in high school relates on some level to Rachel Berry. What about you? Pretty similar. I was a big Santana fan. Although the more I think about it, it was probably later seasons when she got a little bit more to do and sang more that I became a fan of hers. That makes sense. And like you, I'm assuming you had to have been a Rachel Berry fan to have liked season one. That's true. You had to have rooted for her to some 
extent because she was really centered more than I remember. So I'm assuming I was. Right now, looking at her character, I don't like Rachel Berry as much. But I do remember liking her performances. Leah Michelle, amazing singer. We were discussing this as we watched. She really has a Broadway theater style voice. And I think that works really well for the Glee Club aesthetic and the songs that they sing. So I do remember liking her performance. She can sing well, and it's enjoyable to listen to her sing. Speaking of Leah Michelle, do you want a quick where are they now on some of our fave cast members from Glee? Sure. Where is Leah Michelle right now? Leah Michelle was on that show that I loved and tweeted about constantly from the Pilot Pod account, The Mayor, which was canceled, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And since she's been on Broadway and in some movies, Matt Morrison, who played Will Schuster, has returned to Broadway. Jane Lynch is doing her thing as a comedian and actress and being the best part of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Where's your girl, Amber Riley? Amber Riley is singing. She was in the movie Nobody's Fool, and she was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and in the Wiz Live television event, which was fantastic. Chris Colfer is a very successful best-selling book series writer. Naya Rivera has also written a memoir on her kind of wild private life. Okay. Tina Cohen Chang, played by Jenna Ushkovitz, was not really featured in this pilot episode, but she actually has a podcast about Glee, and Chris Colfer and Amber Riley have appeared on it. And Harry Shroom Jr., who played Mike Chang, starred on Shadowhunters on Freeform and was in the latest Crazy Rich Asians movie. And based on who he plays in the movie, he's going to be featured more prominently in the second and third movies if they do sequels based on the books. An interesting thing is that I'm now remembering whenever they've done Glee reunions or any sort of interview where they bring back the Glee cast members, it's never Leah Michelle or Matthew Morrison or Jane Lynch who come back. It's always the second tier of the Glee cast. Which is interesting because I don't think the tiers between them and the B cast of the show are... Yeah, it doesn't match their career success. Yes, I was trying to find (laughs) good. (laughs) That is a good way of doing that. And Matt Morrison is also famous because he's in this amazing gif of Beyonce's iconic 2011 Billboard Music Awards, where she gets in his face... I think would have gotten in the face of anyone in that row. Just it was part of the choreography. And he is taken aback a bit. And I can't tell if he thought Beyonce was gonna come at him or challenge him to a dance battle. But he was scared nonetheless. So that's a great gif. Beach, when you watched the show, so outside of this pilot episode, were there any musical numbers that you remember especially standing out to you? Ooh. For me, it's Amber Riley bust the windows at your car. That was a good one. The context around that song is wild because she had a crush on Chris Colfer's character and was mad that he wasn't interested in her, but I thought it was understood that he was gay. So that was a little bit confusing, but the performance itself was beautiful. I remember the first finale. So for people who aren't familiar with Glee, the Glee Club basically competes in regional or national type competitions every season. They had a regional competition every three weeks. There are a lot of regionals. (laughs) 
Yeah, eventually the 26th regional would magically turn into a semifinal. And then all of a sudden it was a national competition. They lived in an area with a lot of intense glee competition. And sometimes they would see a high school once who was last year's champion who would just disappear. Yes. So I don't know why those schools dissolved after losing a regional. Anyway, I remember the regional performance from the first season. Hmm. Rachel Berry saying, don't rain on my parade. I remember really liking that. I think that was the first time I ever heard that song. That's a great song for Leah Michelle's voice too. Yeah, it was all about her as most of the series is. Yeah, I bet it was wonderful. And they also sang Don't Stop Believing." And I remember that song came up a lot while we were in college, our early years. And I think it was because of Glee's cover. Yeah, there's actually a great Guardian article about Don't Stop Believing" being the power ballad that, quote, refused to die. And it credits Glee with being one of the shows or pieces of pop culture that brought it back into the zeitgeist. Two other performances stand out. I really don't know why all of these are seared into my memory. But there is an episode where the characters got self-referential, where they were like, we always do covers. So they all decided to do original songs. And Mercedes' song was Hell to the No. I'm sorry, what? I don't remember that. Amber Riley's song was called Hell to the No? Yes. I distinctly remember it. You need to listen to it after we're done recording. We'll include a link to it in our show description. I would say another standout moment that isn't as absurd as BJ's, for some reason is coming to me now, is Darren Chris's version of Teenage Dream. I remember that being really beautiful. Yeah, he became very popular because of this show. Shout out to Darren Chris. I didn't talk about him in the Where Are They Now? Well, he wasn't in season one. Yes, he wasn't in season one, but that's someone who wasn't in the main cast initially, who I would argue is maybe the most successful successful Glee alum. There's also Grant Gustin, who's been leading up The Flash. Oh, true. I totally forgot about that. I was just thinking of the fact that he got the Golden Globe for the assassination of Gianni Versace show, American Crime Story. And then the last song that I remember, it was River Deep Mountain High. It was a Mercedes Santana duet, and they were amazing. It took them a while to find that Naya Rivera was super talented. So that was a great moment too. Mike Chang, they really took their time giving him something to sing. Yeah, they were like, head over there and break dance. (laughs) Here's the dance break. It's all on you. Which is funny because the actress who played Britney was actually a tour dancer for Beyonce. Yes. Before she joined Glee. And I don't think she had much experience singing before the show, if I recall correctly. That's amazing. Okay, Beach, do you have any other thoughts on this pilot episode of Glee or the series overall? I really liked this trip down memory lane. No, I just want to say it was nice reliving these memories because I did invest a lot of time watching Glee and I kind of forgot about that. I'm shocked by how much came back to me just as you and I were talking through this review. I don't think I could have told you about Darren Chris's cover of Teenage Dream being really good until this discussion. Although it was living somewhere in the recesses of my mind. Yeah, you stored that away. I filed it away along with the other most important information of my life. Like I stored my favorite Glee performances just 
kept that waiting. It's nice because you're a scientist. So I like the idea of it sitting somewhere next to a formula or research or something you've published. Right next to that is Amber Riley's Hell to the Nas song. <laughs> Both equally important. Yes. What would you rate Glee if you were 18? If you can take your mind back to young BJ who first watched this show mm-hmm. and you now 10 years later? I think we can go ahead and do our rating together because I think we have similar feelings about how we felt about the show as 18 year olds and how we feel about the show now. Mm -hmm. I was definitely all in, would watch again seriously at 18. I got sucked in. It was such a popular show, a cultural phenomenon. I think it kicked off a lot of other musical related shows on TV at that time. It was huge. Actually, if I can remember correctly, a couple other shows tried to launch straight up Glee copycats. Mm -hmm. And even recently, NBC tried that with the show Rise starring Josh Radner of How I Met Your Mother fame, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it took off. Interesting, because I believe NBC also had the show Smash, which came out a few years after Glee premiered, which was more musical. That was really good. That was the Catherine McPhee show, right? Yep, and that got canceled. I think it really only should have been one season. Agreed. But that's for another episode. So I think we're both 18-year-olds who would watch again seriously. And now, do you want to share with our listeners how we view this show looking at it again? I don't think you or I would watch again, but I do think that if this show were on today, I bet that some of their musical numbers would go viral. So I could actually see us maybe exchanging some of the fun songs or moments that we see from the show. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine either of us sitting down to watch this show seriously. We were definitely the right age for this show when it came out. And we were at the right time in our life. You know, we were finishing up high school, so we really could relate to the characters. Yes. And I think we are fairly removed from high school life. But I still love Riverdale. They rarely go to school in that show. Yeah, and they're like (laughs) 24 years old. Although I think Amber Riley was in her 20s. Could you play a high schooler, Beach? Yes. I think you could too. If I shave, I still get mistaken for a college student when I shave. Yeah, I was mistaken for a college student when I was near Howard the other day. I think we could definitely pass for seniors in high school. You think so? I've seen some old looking seniors. That's real, actually. Okay, as long as I don't frown or smile like Kim K does to maintain a face without lines, then I could definitely be a very stoic student. But then you don't want to look too unemotional. (laughs) That's true. I do have to have some airy nature about me. I'll just be like, hell to the not. We'll need to study pop culture if we're going to pretend to be high school students. What is the coolest thing you could say right now? Come up with it. You'll never believe the new skin I got in Fortnite. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, Beach. Tell them where you can find other cool episodes of the Pilot Podcast. You can find those cool episodes at thepilotpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. It really helps other people find our podcast. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, show suggestions to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.